So what are some of the biggest trials and tribulations you are going to go through if you make the choice to step into your divine purpose? In this episode, I am going to go over some of the elements that make living in your divine purpose difficult, but I'm also going to make the case for, regardless of choosing to live in that purpose or not, why life is filled with trials and tribulations anyway, so you might as well reach for your true potential, put yourself out there, and have the courage to make it happen. Warning, you guys, this is a spirituality jam-packed episode, so let's do it. Hey guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six-figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. Wow, okay. So this is an interesting topic. This is definitely an intense topic. It's something that I want to talk more about, really everything related to divine purposes, God, spirituality. I do believe spirituality is a massive factor behind successful entrepreneurs and freelancers. And I feel like it's a disservice that so many of these successful business people don't talk about spirituality because I can promise you that they are operating on some level of tapping into their spirituality. They are living in their divine purposes. So I think it's important, even if it's uncomfortable, that us business people talk about this side of things because it's just as important, if not more important, to your actual output and what you're doing every day in your business. So you guys submitted the best stuff on my Instagram stories when I asked for topics. I still look back to this list to draw on what I'm going to speak about each week. So thank you guys for that. It's still very new to me to talk about these types of things. Trust me, I have opinions on a lot of things that I, I bite my tongue a lot. I know when to. But I know taking a stance on things like this can, of course, draw in criticism. But that's the point of living your purpose, right? I would be hypocritical talking about this concept without living it myself. So not caring that half, you know, well, even more than half of people are going to dislike you for that opinion is the human experience. I think it's one of the hardest things we have to overcome down here, and it's something I, of course, struggle with. But that's okay, and you don't have to please everyone all the time. I am definitely a people pleaser and have been so my whole life. I can admit that I have a problem. And it's one of the big things I'm actually working on right now, not caring if everyone is pleased with me, not caring if everyone's happy with me. I have this thing where if I am in a fight with someone or if someone is mad at me, I have to immediately resolve it and make it better because I like can't handle being in a fight with people. That's not always correct, though. Sometimes you have to forever, I guess, be in a fight with someone. If it's a toxic person, you have to just let it go. You you don't owe it to them to crawl back and, and apologize even if you didn't do anything wrong. So I'm working on that one, you guys, okay? I'm just letting you know. I, too, am over here struggling with the same things everyone else is. Back to the topic of this podcast, though. Trials and Tribulations of Living Your Purpose. This title is actually perfect because it sums up that, yes, there are going to be good and bad side effects of stepping into your true divine purpose. And I never want to make something seem like it's all rainbows and butterflies and unicorns when we all know everything in life, anything that's very good comes with very bad. They're always paired together. Nothing is ever just perfect. There is no such thing. 
Anytime a human does something in their total divine alignment on this planet, they are met with pushback. And if you are walking in tandem with God and what he intends for you, the devil is not going to be happy with you. Okay, and yes, I'm calling him the devil. Whatever dark force you want to call it, good, bad, I call him the devil, okay? Thrives on people being out of alignment. Like, just think on that for a minute. When people are out of their alignment, if they feel unhappy and hopeless, tired, frustrated, they feel angry, they feel desperate, all of these negative emotions are a hotbed for the devil to come in and use you to his advantage, but when you step into your divine alignment, it's this, I would say, magical feeling. I'm going to call it magical because you are stepping into what was always intended for you. You're kind of become your universal fabric that was always meant to have you be part of it in the first place. And when you step into this fabric that you, you know, you might be a little, little piece of thread in this fabric, it's still coming together for this greater picture that was always intended type of thing. So I know we could get into a whole debate now on predetermination versus free will. Maybe actually I'll do a podcast on that. But when you step into your alignment, you are coming into your abundance, happiness, gratefulness, creativity, serenity, all these amazing things that reside on the good side of life. And when you are completely content, the devil cannot whisper to you anymore. He can't feed you these lies. His deception, his luring cannot break through you being in complete and utter alignment with your divine purpose. So think to a time in your life when you were so, so happy, you know, even if it was just for a couple hours, even if it was just for 15 minutes, you were in such a state of bliss that anything bad happening around you barely registered. Like think, think to a moment, it could be a birthday, it could be an engagement, it could be having a child be born, it could be getting the job you always want, it could be anything like that. We almost put on these blinders to the negative when we are so abundantly in our divine purpose in those moments. I believe that's what working in a flow state is. If you guys have heard of that phrase before, a flow state is almost a trance-like state in which your brain hones in on whatever singular task you are doing so intently that the rest of the world blurs out. It like melts around you. It makes me think of that famous painting with the melted clocks. Like it, everything could melt out around you and it doesn't matter because you are on a mission. You are doing what you are supposed to do on this planet and it's magical. This happens to me personally when I'm writing things that I want to write, like the book I just wrote, I'd start writing it in these cafes and the next thing I know, two hours would go by. I wouldn't have moved or stood up. I didn't drink any water. It's a chronic problem for me. I didn't check my phone. I didn't even know what time it was. Sometimes I'd start writing this thing at 1 p.m. and I'd look up and it'd be 4 p.m. and I had to call at 3 and I'd be like, oops, <laughs> whoopsies, the concept of linear time would disappear. And a lot of people say, a lot of psychologists that have studied this say, the concept of linear time disappears in a flow state, which tells me that it is something supernatural. It's something magical. Time doesn't exist in heaven off of this planet like it does down here. If you're like, well, how do you know that, Alex? I'm going to tell you right now, I read about, I'm not even kidding, 25 near-death experience books in 2018 and 2019. I've watched every single documentary you can watch on it. I've listened to like 100 people's different accounts of them dying and coming back. These were people that ranged from already being Christians to being atheists to being Muslims. Like They were all over the place, these people, and their stories lined up. So if you want to challenge me on that, I can do a podcast on that one as well. 
Time is infinite in these other realms once you leave planet Earth. It's now and forever all at the same time. And don't worry if that sounds confusing, because that concept was very confusing to me at first when I started learning about it. Imagining a world where there's no such thing as time, it kind of hurts your brain, but it is a cool thing to ponder, or I guess I think it is. These are the things I bring up at dinner parties, and people are, again, just like, Alex, why? I believe when anyone is living in their divine purpose, they enter into a flow state like that, like a perpetual flow state. That's why the saying, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life, is so true to me. If your brain is constantly coming in and out of these flow states and your work is so thoroughly filling you up from top to bottom with contentment and joy, then you'll never feel like you're doing draining work. You'll never feel frustrated or exhausted by your output. I think of that saying all the time because I believe if more people followed it, they would be undoubtedly living much happier lives. We've come into this world where it's very normal to hate your job and what you do. It's necessary to pay the bills, right? We go to college, we get the job, you know, typical day, you know, another day, another dollar, another day at the grind. It's kind of like programmed into us that this is going to be a miserable existence, but you have to do it to make money. Like, it can't possibly be fulfilling. How horrifying is that, right? When I was in my early 20s, that was the main thing, actually, that caused me to quit my job. None of this made sense to me. This whole working trade-off. If I have to work for decades, shouldn't I at least like what I am doing? That was what I was saying to myself in my head. And I was thinking to myself, is this a selfish thought for me to have? Am I a spoiled millennial, all the things that they tell us we are? You know, is this right of me to be feeling this way? And none of it added up. None of it made sense in my brain. None of it was logical. So I quit that job to go find out if it was possible to love what you do and pay the bills at the same time. I was like, you know what? I don't believe this BS. I'm going to go find out. I found out that if you love what you do, you more than pay your bills. You find those flow states that are magical. You live a, a magical existence, truly. I realized we are all being fed this lie to deprive us from reaching these magical states. The powers that be don't want you to know that magic resides in every single person on the planet, and God put it in you. Some people call it divine power, magic, the Holy Spirit. I, again, I'm using these words interchangeably. I'm just pointing that out before somebody comes for me on it. If you realize you have your own divine power, you are much, much harder to control don't worry, guys. That's where I come into the picture. That's why I'm shouting at this microphone right now. All right, we're going to take a turn here. Ready? This planet, Earth, ultimately is not our home for humanity. Whichever religion you ascribe to, they all agree on that. It's a temporary existence down here before eternity. It's not a place that is receptive to being truthful, to being true to God, to being heavenly. God came down and walked on this planet, was rejected by his own people, and killed. That, could, that sums up what Earth is like. It's a place ruled by unfairness, suffering, highs and lows, and everything in between. It's not easy down here, and I have lived 29 years on this planet that have, in a lot of ways, been incredibly unfair. I've only spoken to 10% of it. I have felt very alone in my 20s when things happened to me that hadn't happened to any of my friends. I, I felt upset and almost resentful of the whole, why me? Why, why am I the one who's experienced this suffering? But then I realized that these things that happened to me were in their own ways blessings. They made me me. I wouldn't be sharing this with you today if I hadn't seen the depths of despair on this planet because I so deeply desire to help everyone else live their divine purpose down here before their time runs out. That is my mission. 
Since planet Earth is not our forever home, there are trials and tribulations with living your divine purpose without a doubt, and I'm going to talk about them right now. I feel anytime I'm in total step with God and helping thousands of people, the devil gets pissed. I feel like totally out of the blue, these really weird, bad things will happen to me. Random people that I know will lash out at me, like irrationally lash out at me for no reason. People who once supported me will just suddenly like snap and turn their back on me. I feel like anyone who allows the devil to use them gets wildly angry at people and their godly divinity. It's like the devil inside of them throwing a tantrum, you know, almost un like so unhappy that God is using you right in front of them, that, you know, you are this person and your divine purpose to further God's work down here. And I feel like nothing on planet Earth makes the devil angrier than that. Living a divine purpose can also be a lonely pursuit. Gosh, it can be so lonely. Since you're the only one with your divine purpose and nobody else can live your divine purpose, nobody else can relate to it. That's why it's important to have people who support you for you no matter what, but that ultimately your divine purpose is between you and God. That's why sharing your big ideas with other people can hurt you because they can't see it like you can. They have not been given the same vision that you have. You have to understand, though, that that is okay. They were not meant to see it like you. It's so special that you can see it the way you can, and that is something to be cherished. So if you run to people every time with this new idea and they shoot it down, and you sit there and you woe is me, and you're like, no one believes in me, no one understands it, and if you realize that no one else is supposed to understand it, just you and God get it. God understands it. He put it in you. The universe, whatever, put it in you, and it's between you and God. And God is always with you, whether you look for him or not. Realizing that makes all of this a lot less lonely. And I promise you, like, that is my superpower with business. When people are like, Alex, what's the secret? How have you grown all these businesses? How have you made, you know, really good money? That's my secret, you guys. I never know how to articulate it because I know people are going to look at me like I'm crazy if I say that. But I don't care. Like, I'm just going to say it. I'm just being honest with you guys. That is my superpower is that I know that God is always with me. So anytime something might get me down or put me in a place that no one else can handle it, they might cry, they might, woe is me, they might quit. I don't because I know I'm not alone because I know God is right there with me. Like that is, that's it. That's how I do all of this. I'm just being honest. Like that's the secret. That's the secret sauce. Realizing that makes this all a lot less lonely, but you have to be proactive to change your outlook on spirituality if you do want to see that God is standing right there next to you. He is so clearly standing there next to you. There's signs, there's physical, mental, spiritual signs, dreams, everything that, that tells you that, but you have to start looking for it. Okay, I'll return back to that topic maybe in another podcast if you guys like me talking about that. Another way living your divine purpose can be tough is that it makes you unpopular to mass sentiment. This planet is growing more and more dark by the day. Anyone tapped in can feel that, which means those embodying light are often seen as rebels or people who go against the culture. And it's hard to be unliked. It's a huge fear of so many people. It's hard to know you're doing something unpopular and not going to be appreciated for it. It's hard to know that whatever you're going to do is going to warrant criticism. We so desperately desire to be liked. It's such a part of the human experience. But I fully believe overcoming that is what separates the most prolific people of our time from the masses. Getting to a place where you do not care that you are unpopular so long as you are living your truth and divine purpose is, to me, what enlightenment is. That is, that is the official state of enlightenment, where you are completely apathetic to what the world around you thinks or has to say about you living your divine purpose. Lastly, living a divine purpose can be downright exhausting. 
Oh, good Lord. God calls on all of us to do so much more than we give ourselves credit for, period. Just period. We all have no idea what we are truly capable of. I can attest to this. I have pushed myself more than I ever thought possible in my 20s, and I, I do have a lot to show for it, and I feel like I'm capable of even so much more than I've still even allowed myself to step into, which is just crazy to think of. More than ever, I see people living in mediocrity today and telling themselves that they're okay with it. I see mass laziness, like across the board, so much laziness. I see zero desire in people to do or change anything. They just bow their heads. They go along with what they're told. They obey. They they just, there's no desire in people to, to rock the boat at, anywhere. I see rampant fear. Oh my God, do I see so much fear in people today? People guzzling down every news headline, allowing it to make them as scared as possible, which is what the news profits off of. Because if you're so, so scared of everything happening around you, you're going to keep turning on the news to hear how you're supposed to make it through this next thing. And if, every time you turn on the news, they make money, plus all the commercials and ads and everything. They make a fat buck off of you being scared. Going against all of that to live a divine purpose can be exhausting. It is exhausting. I will tell you that. But you know the saying, you can sleep when you're dead? I, I believe that. I actually sometimes was like, maybe I should get that tattooed on me. I know it sounds like harsh, but I think there's truth to that. You're going to feel an eternal rest at some point. Like when your time down here is done, you are going to be in the most relaxed, rested state for eternity, which is, again, our brains can't even really comprehend eternity. But I don't believe you're on this planet to collect dust. I'm sorry. I know everybody has a different purpose. I know maybe some people aren't meant to have the same output as others. It doesn't matter what your output rate is. I don't believe you are here to collect dust. Again, period. Of course, though, go find your downtime and relax and do all those things. I am not promoting hustle culture right now, so please don't confuse this with that. But I am saying that daring to live your divine purpose will fill you up with so much contentment and joy, like bursting out of you, while bringing on a barrage of devilish attacks, that's, that was like a, that could be like a poem, a barrage of devilish attacks. It sounded very, I don't know. It's all going to be exhausting, bottom line, but it's so worth it. I, I cannot imagine living any other way. I'd rather be exhausted and fulfilled and helping people and doing exactly what I'm meant to do here than be rested and living a pointless existence. Now, of course, you can be both rested and living in your divine purpose. This isn't an either-or situation. It can be both. I'm just saying I would trade everything to live a divine existence where I feel like I am in total step with what was written for me in the stars. There is no better feeling. It is a magical feeling. And if you're listening to this, if you're like, wow, that sounds great, Alex. I've never known what that feels like. That is completely okay. I'm, I'm probably young to have figured this stuff out. So like, please don't ever compare yourself to me with this. And if you're older and you're listening to this and you're still like, wow, Alex, I've never felt what that feels like either. That's okay. Like listening to this podcast is an excellent first step in uncovering it for yourself. That is literally what my brand is here to do is to help people wake up to that. You can decide to start living your divine purpose at any time in your life. There's no like special time for it. You don't need to go to a school to learn how to do it. Like it is available to you at all times. So listening to something like this is a really incredible step in making that happen for yourself. So please don't feel down on yourself right now. Wrapping this thing up. I do think to be alive on this planet means to live with trials and tribulations no matter what. I think regardless of pursuing your divine purpose, you're going to experience trials and tribulations. Like, that's there's no way to sugarcoat it. You might as well step into your potential while you're doing it. You're going to blink and be 85, and this is all going to be over, and you're not going to think back to the businesses you didn't start 
or the social media post you didn't post or the photos you didn't take on that vacation. You're going to think back to the businesses and the risks you did take. You're going to think back to the photos in your photo album or God knows what apps we'll be using in 60 years. You're going to open up those apps and go, wow, I'm really glad I jumped off that waterfall or I'm really glad I said yes to go up in that airplane, whatever it is. You're going to think back and you're going to smile at the stuff you did, at the risks you took, at the divine purposes you chased, at the attempt to fulfill what God had intended for you, like that's what's going to fill your soul up when you're sitting there and you're 85. You're going to smile and think, damn, I did the damn thing. Like you're going to be in that rocking chair and you're going to be like, you know what? I'm badass and I did the damn thing. I live my truth and that's what it's all about. That's it. That's, that's the end of this podcast. Living your truth is what it's all about. Please don't be afraid of the trials and tribulations that come along for the ride. You're going to experience them no matter what. The saying, life comes for everyone, again, holds truth to it. Life does come for everyone. Terrible, unfair things happen to everyone all the time. If, if you know that that's an inevitability, please don't put off stepping into your divine purpose. Have courage. Have the strength. Have the faith. Get off of whatever you're on right now. Go outside. Start to look for the signs of God around you. I promise you, He is there. I won't go. I'm, I'm refraining from diving into even crazier stuff, aka my dreams and the conversations I've had in them. So if you guys want to know that stuff, please email me and let me know, as always, at contact at alexfasulo.com. Don't forget, I have a free Facebook community for freelancers where you can connect with other like-minded people who are going through the same thing as you. It is called Freelancing Mentorship with Alexandra Fasulo, and it is on Facebook. Toying with the idea of opening up a Patreon account right now where I will go exclusively live every week and have a more hands-on experience with a smaller group of people. If that's something you guys would be interested in, I'm going to take a poll as well on my Instagram for that. As always, please let me know, though. And if you love this podcast, reviews are greatly, greatly appreciated. I have a very low review count. Send it to your mom if she likes it, too. Send it to your dad. It's Mother's Day this weekend. Send it to your sister if they like it. I Reviews are so appreciated, you guys, because then this can get out to more people who probably need to hear this message. With that, love you guys. Go out there. Go crush your dreams. I believe in you, and I will be back soon. <laughs>